You are welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the President of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Today I want to share briefly with you and we'll continue tomorrow and then on Sunday evening. I want to congratulate you for being here. Because you made the right decision. And you're already blessed. It can only get better and better. Tonight, God has improved your life. He has improved the quality of your life. Amen. By his spirit. The path of the just, the Bible says, is as a shining light. It shines brighter and brighter. We are destined for glory to glory. Never glory to shame. Never glory to shame. Is glory to glory. Is grace upon grace. Favor upon favor. And there will be more testimonies on our lips. Hallelujah. Let me read the scripture before I share what is on my heart. First Corinthians 2 verse 1. I'll just read down to verse 5. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Verse 5. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Hallelujah. Today I want to just share with you more of an introductory um, approach on what I've titled Christ our Passover. Hallelujah. Christ our Passover. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 5, verse 7. Some might have been to church, but some might not have heard the gospel. Because the gospel has liberating power. Tell your neighbor the gospel has liberating power. Anytime the gospel is announced, it has the ability 
to liberate a life, to empower a life, to change a life. Just sitting under the atmosphere where the gospel is preached or announced you are putting yourself you know there's some things somebody will do you say you're putting yourself in harm's way no you're putting yourself in help's way amen just by sitting under the gospel help will come As you're hearing today, you are changing. That's how powerful the gospel is. And the devil knows that. That's why what he attempts to do is to hinder you from hearing. To stop you from hearing. Let's read 1 Corinthians 5 verse 7 together. Want to go. Purge out therefore the old living, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Hallelujah. Now, I didn't like the way you read it. So, we'll read it again. Amen. Now, if you didn't read before, you can say what the other said. Amen. Let's read again. One to go. Put out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Hallelujah. What an audacious statement for Paul, the apostle, to make by the Spirit of God. He said, Christ is our Passover. Amen. Maybe the Jews had a Passover that was the Passover of an animal. But our own Passover is Christ. Amen. For Christ is our Passover, sacrificed for us. Why would he even mention Passover? How does Passover relate to me in Nigeria? How does Passover relate to me that is a non-Jew? I thought Passover was something that related to just the Jewish people. What does he mean by saying Christ is my Passover, sacrifice for me? And today, tomorrow, and the next, we're going to be looking at how Christ is our Passover. Hallelujah. You know, some people think that the greatest thing that God wants to do is just to give them a car, give them a job, give them a wife, or a husband. I don't know what else. Or give them a visa. No. A human can do that for you. Amen. I said a human can do that for you. Somebody can do that for you. I remember the story. It was a joke. 
of how they called a lot of believers to come up and pray on an altar, like on stage. And they were all gathered and praying. And then a wealthy man wanted to come and pray. And there was no spot for him to kneel. So he was listening and one guy was just praying, Oh God, give me the money. Oh God, give me. And he had the amount. It was a little amount of money. He tapped the guy, put hand in his pocket, gave him the money, said, Go, create space. Let us pray for serious things. That means there are some of those things that you are running after that a man can give them to you. But there is something only God can give to a man. Amen. Amen. So Christ is not our banker. He's not our generator. He's not our dating site. He's our Passover. Amen. I say he's our Passover. Amen. Amen. That means the, the space he occupies, no one can occupy that space. Nothing can fill the void that he fills. You will not appreciate this verse of scripture if you don't even know what the Passover means. If you've not even been told the story of Passover, where do we even start the story from? You know, there are some countries that if you talk about bondage, they don't even know what you're talking about. Because they've never been in bondage. Even their ancestors were never in bondage. But the scripture tells us about God's own people that walked with their two legs, carried their bags by themselves, and traveled to Egypt. And now they wanted to leave and they couldn't leave again. For 430 years, they were not allowed to go. Bondage. Amen. We cannot talk about Passover without giving you a picture of bondage. The Bible says they are tax masters that put them through torture. They were not doing jobs they wanted to do. They were not living the life they wanted to live. They were slaves in a foreign nation. Hallelujah. And God decided he was going to get them out. And to get them out, something had to happen. Hallelujah. And that's Passover. Are we together? So Passover is connected to freedom. Passover is connected to deliverance. Passover is connected to liberty. So when you say Passover, the Jew understands what Passover is. But in our scriptures, in Exodus 12... We are told the story of how the Passover as a feast was instituted. And so when the Bible tells us Christ is our Passover, okay, okay, are you saying 
that what happened in Exodus 12 is what happened for me. Amen. So in Exodus 12, we'll just read a few verses and I'll speak a few words and we'll close for today. Amen. And let's just be an opening for us today. Glory to God. Let's look at this. Exodus 12. I just want to read to you Passover. Maybe I'll read from verse 1 to like 7 or thereabout. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, So they were in Egypt. This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Keep going. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. And you shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts. And on the upper door of the, po of other upper door posts of the houses wherein they shall eat it. Last verse 8. And they shall eat the flesh in that night roast with fire and unleavened bread. And with bitter herbs, they shall eat it. Just skip to verse 11. This is how to eat it. Thus shall you eat it. With your loins gathered with your shoes on your feet. And your staff in your hand. And you shall eat it in haste. Let's read the last part. It is the Lord's Passover. Say it again. It is the Lord's Passover. That means that this thing was not their idea. It was not the children of Israel that said, okay, bring a feast for us. No, Lord himself instituted a feast for their deliverance. Now, I want you to know also that you and I also and the rest of the world, God has instituted a feast for our own deliverance, for our salvation, for our prosperity. Today, I won't have the time to show you how to typify Christ as that lamb. Hallelujah. But I'll just show you one thing. In verse 2 of Exodus 12, it says, This month of the Passover shall be what? Unto you the beginning of the months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. What is God talking about? Hello? Now, listen. These guys have been here for 400 years plus. They've been through a lot. Are you understanding me? But God says, hey, after pa or the Passover is the beginning of months for you. That means that once Passover happens, all things are passed away. 
all things have become new. Let's read 2 Corinthians 5.17. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if any man, ever say any man includes me, let a woman say, any man includes me. Now I say, any man, he's saying, any human. Any man. Yoruba, Igbo, Japanese, Togolese. Any man. Ever say, any man. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It is anchored on Passover. Hallelujah. Go back to Exodus 12. Now, is God saying he didn't know they were there 100 years ago? They were there 200 years ago? They were there 300 years ago? He said, no matter how long you've been there, it doesn't matter. It will not count in a way that will affect you. As a matter of fact, it will, see, the count will start from when I am counting. Amen. Are you getting me? The count will start from when I am counting. So in verse 2, we just read, he said this month, and I want to announce to some of you, prophetically, that this month shall be, amen, the beginning of months, amen. The beginning of months. <laughs> So, he said, this month shall be the beginning of months. That means he was saying that the Passover has the capacity to usher you into a new life. A new season. A new day. Open a new page. It shall be the first month of the year to you. <laughs> so, eh, first month of the year so what about last month it has passed away Amen. it means that if God is saying this is the beginning of months he's saying he's not going to hold anything against you that happened before that time some believers don't understand when the Bible talks about forgiveness of sins. It doesn't, they don't understand it. They don't understand when the Bible says all things are passed away. Let me explain to you the picture God has of the new creation. The day you got born again, a real birth took place. Did you hear me? A real birth. You know, in Africa here, when you go and see someone that just gave birth, they start rubbing things on their faces. Oh, someone, they say, what happened? They say, oh, they gave birth to a child here. The day you got born again, powder was rubbed. Yeah. Amen. Are we together? A real birth happened. Listen to me. God brought you to a church for Mugwo. Amen. The church is doing a Mugwo for you. Amen. You were born. Amen. Again. Let me ask a question. If they announced that we have a police station close to us, 
if they announced that there was a jailbreak in that station last week and then the police guys come and say pastor there's a jailbreak here we saw someone here that looks like the person that was in the jail in jail with us so we want to look at all the faces here and then they check I could guess the first person they will look out for amen should I show you who amen amen he said you come here come here look 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 look. turn let's see you and I say okay they start checking everybody one after the other thank you everyone one after the other now if a baby was born today would they say bring the baby here let's check why would they say so if they say bring the baby there you say is this man okay do you know your job this baby was just born today when did you say the robbery took place say last week this baby was born today meaning that he cannot be the one oh glory to god he cannot be the one because he was not there he was not there when the robbery took place now when the bible says if any man be in christ he's a new creature it means that you were not there before that time in the things of the spirit your birthday is the day you got born again <laughs> all things have become new all things have passed away say well say former grandmaster now in christ no there was no grandmaster i said there was no grandmaster there's just a new creation now the word the, the new creation there is not just talking about it's trying to say that this is a breed that never existed before you know some of you have not embraced your newness you've not embraced your newness the bible says that you might walk in newness of life that means embrace your newness Sometimes Satan will want to remind you of some things. Ah, you. They are saying everybody's blessed. You say you are blessed too. You too, you are saying you are blessed. You are forgotten what happened last month. Say, what happened? Last month? Was it not you that so, so, and so, and so? That even just came out from jail last month. He said, no, this man was never in jail. Amen. When Paul made the statement, said, I have injured no man. I have hurt no man. I understood he is embracing his newness. Paul, that we said, they said that when so, um, what's his name, Stephen was being stoned, the people gave him clothes to hold, hold. Hold my shirt. Let me kill this man. Now Paul was writing and said, I've injured no man. I've offended no man. <laughs> Amen. Meaning the person. That's why he even changed his name. I'm not that Saul. Paul. Amen. This is a new man. Glory to God. Tell your neighbor, embrace your newness. I say, embrace your newness. When you embrace your newness, your physical environment will conform 
Are you understanding me? It will conform. And you stop talking those good old days when I was not saved. If it was those good old days when I didn't know Jesus, how could it be good old days? No, they don't exist. This new man, hallelujah, is made in the image and likeness of Christ. And he has put on Christ. Say, all things have passed away. All things have become new. Let me just read Ephesians, um, Ex Exodus 12, 2 again for the last time. It says, this month shall be unto you the beginning of months. Now, scripturally, it is speaking about the fact that the day you received Christ, the day of the Passover is where God is counting from. That's scripturally, biblically. But also, I am saying prophetically to you that because you came for this meeting today, this month shall be unto you beginning of months. Amen. Let me tell you by the anointing of the Spirit what's going on today. This month, the Holy Ghost is pressing a reset button. You say, oh, in January, I, it, I, didn't, I didn't really get it. It didn't really happen. In February, it didn't really happen. In March, I, don't, I can't even tell. I don't even know what I'm doing now. And you came here in April. Reset. Amen. No, some of you didn't hear me. Let me go to this side. Reset. Amen. Reset. Amen. Reset. Amen. Reset. Amen. You said the way I wanted to start is not how I started this year. And anytime, I, anytime I, I want, I'm doing what I'm doing, I'm remember. I said, if if only I stand in way in January, I know where I wanna be now. If only I stand in way in February, I know where I wanna be now. Hey, shut up! The months the canker worm and the palmer worm and the caterpillar had eaten up are being restored to you tonight. Some of you know that months have been wasted. Days have been wasted. But today, by the anointing of the Holy Ghost, this is the beginning of months for you. Say, I received that reset. Say again, I received that reset. It looked like, no, some of you in your business, you know, you, you, have been, you feel like you are four months behind. Hey! Resets! Receive the resets! Receive the reset. Some of you had a target of marriage for this year. But you say like three, four months have gone. I don't even know how it will happen. Hey, reset. This month that I speak shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you.
There's something about restoration. Amen. The Bible talks about that. There's a scripture I used to love many years ago. It's in uh, Proverbs 6, I think 31 or thereabout. It says that when the thief is found, he shall restore sevenfold. That means God believes in restoring for his people. Amen. That means he never wants them to lose. You are not serving a God that's interested in you losing. Are you understanding me? All right? He's not interested in you losing. That's why the scripture said that when the righteous man falls seven times. You know what seven times means? Perfectly, completely falling. <laughs> Some of you say, ah, it's like I'm falling. No. You have not even reached where God is to save. He said seven times. Amen. Perfectly, completely falling. That's flat. Where people come and say, there's no hope again. He said he will rise again. <laughs> he said that at that point, he will rise again. So I speak over everything that looks like it has fallen. That looks like it's going down. It rises again now. It rises again by the power of the Holy Ghost. Those of you watching by live stream, I declare to you, everything that has fallen, it has fallen seven times, it will rise again. As I'm speaking now, the rise is happening to it now. Some of you receive phone calls and they will tell you that something has changed. You, you are far from the location. You are far from the location where the thing or the circumstance will rise again. But you will receive news that it has risen again. They say we thought it was over. But it looks like something is happening. The Bible says about Ezekiel. It said, can God asked him, can these bones live? He said, Lord, you know. Thou knowest. And God told him to prophesy. And that's what we're doing now. We're speaking. And as we're speaking, life is going out. Into circumstances and situations. Into families and businesses. Into accounts. Glory to God. Life is going out. And then the Bible says, there was a shaking. In the midst of dry and dead bones. There was a shaking and there was a noise. And because it is rising again, there is a shaking. And there is a noise. I said there is a shaking. And there is a noise. Glory to God. Say with me, there is a shaking. And there is a noise. Glory to God. What everybody had given up on. Now there is a shaking. Now there is a noise. Resurrection power has been released to it. Shout resurrection power. <laughs> Please laugh with me a little. Thank you, Lord. So you will leave this meeting this evening. And you say, ah, we just started. Amen. We just started. Some people came to console you. Some people came to pay condolence visits on behalf of something that they thought had given up. 
Then they say, and so, you know, since this thing has ended, they say, where, where, what has ended? We just started now. This is the beginning of months for me. It's now we started. We just started. We just started. They say, eh, 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 actually, I thought I heard what happened to you. What happened? It's now you will hear what will happen. Tap your number and say, we just started. Walk up to three people, give them high five and say, we just started, we just started, we just started. Glory to God. Celebrate Jesus tonight. This shall be beginning of months to you. <laughs> This shall be beginning of months to you. Amen. Thank him everywhere. Give him praise. We'll close it right away. Give him praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Taking the message of Around the world, by the power of the Holy Spirit.